Welcome to the Wellness Law Podcast, where wellness and the law meet for contemplation and collaboration. This podcast is brought to you by the Center for Health and Wellness Law. I am your host, Barbara Zabawa. Well, welcome Marina Borokovich to the Wellness Law Podcast. I'm so glad that you are here. Uh, you have a really great perspective on wellness, particularly from the coaching uh, viewpoint. You are the founder of Your Coach, a U.S.-based company, and we are going to learn a little bit more about that company, as well as get to hear your other thoughts on some legal issues that you see in the wellness industry. So welcome, Marina. Thank you, Barbara. Always good to be chatting with you. And I have to say you did a great job on my last name. So kudos. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I try. So tell us, first of all, about your coach, the company that you founded. Um, when did you find found it? When, you know, what does it do? Um, how does it yeah. help? Happy to share the story. So your coach health, um, I founded it after my journey with breast cancer. Um, I was diagnosed eight years ago. And um, after doctors did an incredible job giving me my life back, um, that life wasn't what I wanted it to be at that point, because everything just changes, you have a new perspective on things. And by hacking away at my body by making a decision that I did not want to be patient. I wanted to be my a, a whole person. Um, I want to take uh, care of myself holistically. I discovered health coaching in the process, became a health coach and built a platform for health and wellness coaches. Um, so this platform, Your Coach Health, it started um, out as a toy for me to work with my clients. And it evolved into a practice management platform and an operating system for behavior change powered by health coaches. So what does that mean? Today, we have over 2,700 coaches on a platform, and they're using it with their own clients, and they're doing everything from setting up their business to actually coaching through it, chats and videos and uh, goal setting, everything pretty much uh, you have to do without leaving the comfort of your virtual home, because truly this platform was designed for health coaching. What we quickly realized, and I'm sure you know this because you have coaches coming to you all the time, is while coaches may be really, really amazing at coaching, they're not that great at finding clients. It's still pretty hard to do. So what we do is we identify coaches who are really great at what they do, who practice the scope, who uh, follow the scope of practice, which is very specific in health coaching, who show great outcomes with their own clients. And we provide more opportunities, more client opportunities for those coaches. And how we do that, we do that through our clients who are companies who are looking for health coaches to surround their product or service. And we match those coaches that we identify in the platform with these clients, and they still work for themselves. Uh, we coined this term health coachpreneur, where you still huh. run your own business, you have your own clients, and then we augment that. We we, we give you, enough, uh, we want to fill up your virtual wallet with more clients. And this is not cold calling. This is when we give you a client, you start coaching right away. It's just that relationship that starts working. Um, and this is what Are we do. Other so, relationships, more corporate. Is, is that what I'm hearing? That your that your coach is kind of finding corporate clients that coaches who belong to your coach, who subscribe to your platform, can you, uh, then go uh, more 
onto employment-based coaching? Um, actually, no. So uh, our clients, so we carry the contract. So these digital health companies, mostly they're our clients and they're looking for health coaches to surround their product or service. So to them, they are a health coaching service. I and in turn, the health coaches are 1099s. They still work for themselves mm-hmm. and we carry the contract. They contract through us and we give them more client opportunities. Got it. Okay. So those coaches are becoming part of another uh, offering through these digital companies that are that need health coaching as part of their their offering. Yeah. So to them, it's transparent to the coaches. It doesn't really matter. You know, so we there's SLAs, there's protocols that we set up. Right. So for the coaches, um, there's contractual obligations that they need to follow for the clients uh, that we work with. And we share all, all of that. There is uh, there's procedures in place. You know, we have Ashley, who is our director of health coaching operations, who is absolutely fantastic. And she takes really, really great care of, of the coaches who contract through us. So uh, we believe that everybody should be doing what they do best. And um, coaches are great at coaching. So we want to get them to do more of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's an incredible service um, for the coaches. So the platform that you developed that you started using yourself, and yep. now is being used by other coaches. Is that something like that can replace another virtual telehealth kind of platform or another virtual platform like Zoom or um, Skype? You know, they could use your yep. platform for that purpose. Yeah, they don't need to, to use any of the other services. They don't need to use Facebook Messenger. They don't need to set up groups. And there's a lot of coaches who still run groups through Facebook. You don't need to do that. You can set that up on your coach. Um, they can have video calls through us, chats, uh, goals. You know, with coaches, that's one of the most important things that you can do with clients because it's all about behavior change and helping clients reach their health and wellness goals. So short and long-term goals on a platform. Uh, coaches can leave notes after the session. Um, so there's a lot of things that they can do with their clients. And we also help them set up their business where they can do billing, insurance, which is probably what you and I are going to talk about today, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, yeah, well, let's jump into that. So so you help thousands of coaches, um, yep. literally, and what are some of the legal uh, or business side aspects of coaching that pop up? And either, you know, that have popped up for you personally or for many, the many individuals that you've helped uh, launch their coaching business. Yeah. So let's talk about things that coaches come to us with. So first and foremost, it's even setting up their practice. They're not sure what it is that they're looking for. So we have a fully HIPAA compliant platform that they use. Great. They're really excited to hear that. If you ask most of them, why that's necessary or why that's something they want, they probably won't be able to tell you. Same with setting up their entity. Um, is it a, a sole proprietorship? Is it a partnership? Are they doing with somebody else? Do they need to set it up as a corp? I mean, there's so many questions that come up that coaches ask all the time. Insurance, liability insurance. Is that something that needs to be purchased? Is it something that they need to do? Um, contracts, how do you set up contract the right way. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many of these questions and some of them we can absolutely help them with like liability insurance. They can purchase that right through the platform where we just do it as a pass through service. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So you have some, you have some uh, relationships uh, with liability insurers for coaches. Yeah. We work awesome. with, uh, yeah, we work with CPH insurance. They are absolutely 
wonderful. Uh, they provide a great service to coaches. And this is just something that we do as a pass through. There's nothing that we make on it. That's not our business. We just want to mm-hmm. provide a service to, um, to coaches. So that's something they can do um, to set up uh, their practice on a platform. They can do that. They can accept payments through us. We're uh, letting them do that through Stripe if they want to. Mm-hmm. They don't have to, but if that's something they want to do, absolutely. Again, we don't take anything for it. It's just a pass through service for us. Um, contracts, they can upload their contracts. And we always recommend that they speak to a professional who is really well-versed in how to do those contracts, because you never want to just download something off the internet and hope for the best, right? <laughs> there's there's a lot more to it than that. And yeah. again, to what I was saying before, everybody should be doing what they do best. And you know, for our company, we leave everything to professionals. We have accounting services, we have legal services, we have lawyers that represent us on a couple of different aspects of our business, right? Because that's not what we were trained to do. This is not where my specialty lies, right? So, yeah. Well, so your platform sounds like it's a very comprehensive, all in one tool that uh, coaches can use and to grow their business and to make sure that they've kind of checked all the boxes that are necessary to have a successful, compliant, protected Protected. uh, coaching business. Absolutely. And we don't oblige anybody to do anything. If you have your own liability provider, sure, you can do that. If you want to accept payments and cash from your clients, you can do that as well. I mean, we don't oblige anybody to do everything, anything, but we want them to have the ability to do that if they would like to. Yeah. Well, that's really neat. Um, and I, I assume that most of your coaches who use your coach health platform take advantage of all of the you know, re- ready, readily available resources, the liability insurance and the payment um, mechanism, I assume that, you know, even though they don't have to, they probably do just because it seems like it's really easy. Yeah. And that's what we do. We try to make it really easy. And I think coaches really appreciate the transparency that comes from us because we're always very transparent about the services that we offer, about whether we or not this is part of our business model. So we're always very clear about what we offer and what we do. So something like payments and something like insurance that's not that's not our business model. It's there for them to help grow their business and they appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, so what is it uh what is how does if a coach is interested in in getting access to this platform like what what is expected of them? I mean, are they paying for it? Is there how how does that work as far as like the access to the platform? So like with everything else, we want to democratize health coaching. We want coaches to have the ability to practice more and to do more of what they love. So um, to register on the platform and to start using it for free, and when I say for free, all the capabilities of the platform, right? So we don't limit them in anything. They can bring on two individual clients and they can run one group program. And with those two individual clients and that one group program, they can run it indefinitely, right? We don't set a time limit and all the full capabilities. Now, after that, after they bring on their third client or they want to start a third program, the platform starts at $40 a month. Now, before while they're still working with those free clients, uh, coaches, we have a gamified model where coaches get points for all the actions they do on the platform. So this is anything from 
uploading their certificate, to uploading contracts, to inviting clients, to starting a program. So they get points for all of that. Now, when they start paying, um, the program starts at $40 a month. Now, depending on the number of points you amassed already, it's never $40. So most coaches start with either 35 or 30 mm. because our pricing model is the more you practice, the less you pay. Because mm. we want to award coaches for doing their great work even better. Uh, we never want uh, coaches to pay more like most platforms where the more you practice, you can get into like, sorry, hundreds of dollars a month that you have to pay. Not with us. The more you practice, the less you pay. And coaches can pay as little as $10 a month for full capabilities of the platform. Wow. That's really great. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> this is a wellness law podcast, let's dig into a little bit of the legal stuff. And we touched upon, it. I mean, contracts are very important, as you said, you know, to have really robust, protective contracts with um, your clients as a coach. And then if you're dealing with any corporations, you want to have a different kind of contract. Um, What other, have you ever seen a coach get into legal trouble in your experience um, working with them over the years? So these are all stories that we hear from clients, right? So it's not anything that I was involved with directly. But yeah, absolutely. When they don't have contracts to protect themselves, because even with coaching, even though it's non-clinical, it's a non-clinical service, when it comes to advice, even when we talk about nutrition advice, which a lot of people do come to health coaches for, um, there's different limitations depending on which state you practice in. And a lot of coaches don't know that and they can freely give out advice. And the same with the scope of practice. Coaches are not allowed to read blood work. If you're just a coach, you can't give advice on uh, what they should be doing to, let's say, uh, reduce their A1C, right? But a lot of coaches go ahead and do that. And if they're not protected by the right contract, they can get certainly in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you guys provide any training for uh, coaches, your, you know, the coaches that use your platform to help guide them and say, you know, it probably is not a good idea to be talking about how to lower your A1C or reading or ordering labs? Um, are you doing any of that kind of training? So our job as a platform is not to train coaches. Our job as a platform is to provide a place for them to work with their clients. Now, the coaches that we choose uh, to work with our clients, yes, they they will be very well aware of what they can and cannot do because these are some of the contractual obligations. Um, Having said that, we have events all the time and uh, you've participated in our uh, Global Health and Wellbeing Symposium. You know, this is the third year in a row that we're having it. And I think the panel that you participated in the first year, it was all about legal. So, yeah, so we have these events all the time and most of them are eligible for CEUs from the national board. And they're there to help coaches run their businesses better. It's we're there to help level them up. So while we don't want to train anyone, we want to be able to provide them as much information as possible to make the right decisions. Um, And we're never going to pretend that we're an expert in that. So we're an expert at having uh, operating system for behavior change uh, powered by health coaches. That's what we're experts in. Now, when it comes to contracts, I'm obviously going to defer to you. (laughs) And I'm going to bring in a professional who knows this and who does this day in and day out to help and advise and give information to, to the coaches. Yeah. And I was a little, uh, (laughs) I kind of pushed that, that question, you know, and 
making it seem like I, I didn't know. But yes, you do put on some very valuable webinars that I have participated in. So um, thank you for doing that. And um, you're right. I mean, it's best to, if, if you're a coach and you, you want to have a contract, downloading something that's, you know, out there on the internet, especially if you don't really know what you're looking at, is probably not a good idea. I've seen contracts on other health coach related uh, websites, you know, you know, stating that, you know, they are health related um, websites and there are provisions in those contracts that make absolutely no sense. Uh, And, and some, and that's, you know, from a trained eye, I can recognize it makes no sense. And yet for someone who isn't trained to know what to look for, to know what's valuable and what's not, you, you would, you download that thinking that, oh, this is fine. You know, it's free and, and I'm protected and you wouldn't be. So um, it's best to go to a source that's trusted. Um, Sometimes, you know, this is a contract. My friend paid a lot of money for this contract. So I'm just going to piggyback on that and use that. That is absolutely not the thing to do. Right. So, (laughs) right. Yeah. I mean, it's an investment and just like you pay for insurance, just like you pay for marketing. It's, it's just another expense that does go into starting a business. It doesn't have to be super expensive, though, and coaches should realize that it doesn't have to be, you know, taking up all of your resources. But um, you should look at it as a as an investment and, and as a startup cost for your business. Uh, getting that right on get getting on the right legal footing, which leads me That's to right. the next question. You know, you were saying how coaches. Um, some of them didn't understand scope of practice and things that they shouldn't be doing and, and they do it anyway. Uh, that really is, I think, a result of the fact there isn't any real standards, um, uniform, universal, recognized standards uh, for health coaching. I know the national board um, has set some standards and that's awesome but not everyone knows about the national board, right? And the national board isn't a governmental authority either. So unlike licensed professionals who you have to follow guidelines uh, in the administrative code set by the different state licensing boards in order to keep their license and earn their license, coaches don't have that. They aren't licensed. And there's some legal advantages to not being licensed because you can practice across the whole country without worrying about getting licensed in all 50 states. But at the same time, then there's this almost wild west kind of feel to health coaching and what's permissible and what's not and what really is within the scope of coaching. Do you think, well, what are your thoughts about having standards for coaches and who should be responsible for setting those standards and educating uh, coaches about those standards? Um, so I think the national board has done an amazing job at driving those standards, but you're right. This is just the beginning. And even though health coaching has been around for over two decades, it's still pretty nascent and people are still figuring it out. It's also the word health coaching is misused a lot of the time. And I mean, true health coaches, there's, it's a very real very real standards, very real scope of practice. But, you know, anybody who is pushing a supplement 
can call themselves a health coach and can give advice. And, you know, I can't even tell you like how many times I don't really go much on Facebook anymore, but back when I used to, you know, I see, you know, this is my fueling and you should get this fueling and I'm a health coach. And what are you talking about? Right. It's, <laughs> it, it's absolutely crazy to me. And then there's a million comments of, yes, you know, I'm interested because people are desperate and, as health coaches, we have a great responsibility to those clients that entrust themselves to us. So I do think standards are absolutely necessary. Um, I think a lot of it is being driven and will be driven also by um, outcomes of scientific studies, mm-hmm. where we see what is um, what true outcomes are, right? It's real world data, because we can certify all we want. But until there's real world data to prove out something, uh, scientifically backed, right? Uh, people are not really going to listen. Um, so that's one way to, to drive standards. And while um, health coaching by itself, it's a profession, right? It's a, a profession that stands on its own. There's a lot of coaches that are uh, nurse practitioners. There's a lot of coaches who are physical therapists, who are dietitians, like registered dietitians. So there needs to be a set of standards for that as well, because depending on where else they come from and what other certifications they have, it's a very different set of rules. Mm-hmm. So, that's my really long-winded way of saying, yes, yeah, standards are absolutely necessary and we'll get there. Yeah. Are you aware of who is, might be doing that research that you talked about, looking at outcomes of, of health coaching and the different, maybe the different very levels of, of coaching? Um, I, I, cause I personally am not aware, although I should be, I, I'm not aware of any of those studies that are going on. Are you uh, there? Yes. There are very many, there are many studies that are going on while we don't have one of our own. That's something that we're looking into as well, but yes, there's a lot of um, studies out there on the effects of health coaching and spoiler alert, like most of them are very positive. Um, and actually this is going to be a shameless plug, but we are releasing our version two of a health coaching industry report. Um, it's going to be released next month in October. And in it, there's going to be a lot of references to these studies as, as well as a lot of other interesting information. Uh, we released version one of this report two years ago. We were just babies getting started. And uh, this one is a lot more comprehensive. The first one was downloaded thousands and thousands of times. So we're hoping that the information we provide here is going to be even more relevant and interesting. Wow. Yeah. So how can people get access to that report when it comes out? Um, so if you're signed up to our mailing list, we're definitely going to do a big mailing about it. But all of our information, like I said, we're very transparent. Um, our website is yourcoach.health. And on our website, we always have all the updated information of um, of everything that we're doing. Yourcoach.health yes. is the website. Yes. Okay. And while we're on the topic, how can, uh, do you have social media um <laughs> platform a presence on social media if people wanted to connect with your coach oh barbara do we have social media we're everywhere (laughs) (laughs) well you did say that you you know you personally don't try to use facebook but yeah so yeah so personally i am a very private person i'm very much an introvert um but yes uh your coach is everywhere because i think the work that we're doing is very important to get out there and uh, we want to celebrate health coaching and all that it can do uh so we're your coach health on all socials uh we are on linkedin we are on instagram on facebook 
Uh, we're soon to be even on TikTok. Um, we're on YouTube. So we're everywhere. Your coach health. Your coach health. All right. Well, I'll yeah. make sure I put that in the description so people can learn more and reach out. I assume if they're interested, if they're a coach looking for resources like a platform like you have, you'll they'll be able to find out more on your website, your coach health, your coach.health. Your coach that yes. So yeah. if you're a coach, you need a practice management platform for all your coaching needs. Uh, we're there for you. If you're a company that's looking for health coaching to surround your product or service, we're there for you as well. So um, great. Yeah. Well, this has been really informative. I thank you so much for your insight, and mm-hmm. I learned a ton. So uh, I hope the listeners also found value in our discussion today. And thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. It's always, always a pleasure to speak to you. Thanks, Barbara. Thank you for listening to the Wellness Law Podcast. You can find more Wellness Law resources by visiting the Center for Health and Wellness Law website at www.wellnesslaw.com, where you can also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on social media. Until the next episode, stay well, stay hopeful, and stay legal.